I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey everybody, Oops the Podcast, I'm Francis and he's Julio, my co-host. How are you, dear friend? Good, man. Um, How are you doing? I'm swell, I'm swell. Yeah, I have a I have a good update for everybody. Please, for you. let's start with that. So this morning, I went to look at apartments. <gasps> Coming out swinging with the GF for oh. everybody. Assume, unless you just started listening to this podcast today, you're up to date on the fact that I was sort of like on the fence, very much on the fence mm-hmm. the last time we talked about this and. I've thought about it a lot. I've talked to a lot of people, um, and I think we're going to do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, our boy is all grown up. He's all grown up. Dude, it's hilarious. People are, like, commenting on my pictures and, like, oops, pictures being, like, commit to her. <laughs> commit to her. Like, I'm just, you know. I, I don't think that it helped that we named an episode that. Uh, <laughs> Now, here's the question. How much do you think that our conversation on the podcast contributed to forcing your hand or, or you know, making up your mind or influencing you in any I way? I think it certainly it certainly influenced the decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it was like the the like after that moment, I knew immediately, like I certainly started to think more and more about it, et cetera. Um, but, you know, my, my mind was kind of heading in that direction and I'm excited for this next step. And also. Once I, once, if, you know, knock on wood, assuming that it happens, um, I will be excited to kind of discuss with our listeners my current living situation. Yeah. I feel like it's weird to talk about that kind of shit when you're like in it, Mm -hmm. but I'll be more than happy to kind of like share because people ask all the time. Um, it just feels weird to like air that out. So anyway, we looked at our first apartment today. Um, we have a couple months to figure it out. So, you know, we're getting on top of it. So what's your timeline? I think April April is looking like when we want to be doing it by. So we're probably nice. looking earlier than we need to even. No, it's fine. You get, get, start revving the engine, dude. You got to, yeah. And and fortunately, she's very on top of it, which mm-hmm. has been great. Like, I really, I want, like, are you good at spatial arrangement? Like, no, I'm, I'm, re- I'm really, really not equipped. To do no. It. So I'm really happy that I have someone like her who, sort of knows how to like make something suitable for a group of people, you know, like yes. she, her goal, I think, and our goal is to like have a place suitable for like having our friends over yeah, big enough space where we can have like a dinner and this and that, blah, 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 blah. So our criteria is sort of falling into place and uh, certainly listening to you kind of go through it was a helpful kind of framework uh, of what to expect. And uh, it's exciting. It's a, it's an amazing thing to watch um, a young woman visualize space <laughs> because that's not a skill that you've ever seen her flex i'm pretty sure uh like never like yes i i have a i have an idea that she is competent but i've never actually seen her in action right you've you you've mentioned that you love her bedroom that it's peaceful for you and it's, it's well arranged and and now but but she's never had a full blank canvas from which to work. Right. Right. She's right. only ever had roommates, and so that is all about compromise and and blending ideas together. Whereas now you will have absolutely no say in how the apartment is decorated. You will defer <laughs> completely to her, which and I it will, want. It will turn into a magical geometric wonderland. Of symmetry and um, and angles and shapes, you know that these things that we don't even know, words yeah. we've never heard, will come out of her mouth. Dude, I've signed over my fucking rights already. Like, it's I'm like, it's a it, lo- it's it. great. Yeah, it's great. You all of a sudden realize that you're dating an interior decorator, <laughs> and I don't mean to sound sexist. It truly is a skill. Women just have a way better sense of that than than we do. Yeah, they do. We're stupid. Yeah, we we're stupid don't. when it comes to like, what do we put in here? Totally, we don't got it. We don't. I have it. a friend who decorates his apartment with things that he finds on the street. How does it look? 
fine to me, <laughs> fine by my eye. He is somebody who has lamps that have, he's just seen people, you know, he'll see walk by something in New York that says, take me, I work. <laughs> and he takes it That's and it's fine. It yeah. But my girlfriend would be like, that doesn't work because it, it's at odds with the circular coffee table, which right. conflicts with the, you know, the bookshelf or whatever. Totally, totally. I mean, dude, it, it's really reassuring because for a variety of reasons, like a friend of mine is like, he's a developer commercially, but also personally, like on the side, he develops his own shit hmm. and he just finished renovating this house. Um, and I saw it when they bought it and it was like a kind of a piece of shit. Mm hmm. But he's like, just wait till we're done. Wait till we're done. It's going to be incredible. And I was like, okay. And I saw the finished product and it fucking blew me away. Dude. Yeah. Like it was so sick. And I'm like, God damn it. I wish that I had that in me. And then I just remembered that like my girlfriend can do it. I have a, I have a strong suspicion that um, the majority of girlfriends would succeed uh, with their own shows on like HGTV. Right, I mean, it sounds about right. You know those home makeover shows? Yeah, dude, I've been watching one with uh, with her. It's called, uh, the, I don't forget the name of the show, but the, the couple are the McGee's. Hmm. You know, it's like design, interior, I don't know. It's on Netflix. Uh, they may or may not be Mormons. These people who live in Utah, but like mm -hmm. they have this design thing. I'm like, it's interesting, dude. I can like sort of get into it too. Like, it's cool. And I will say that once you've once you've watched it happen, uh, you start to pick up on a couple of rules and you think, oh, I, I, I can't believe I never knew that or that I didn't realize that myself. It's exciting, dude. Um, little things, right? Like hanging pictures at eye level. Dude. That's a rule. I just learned that. See what I mean? I just learned that five seconds ago. You're supposed to hang. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was today years old when I learned that. <laughs> yeah. As they say You're the supposed internet. to hang pictures and artwork at eye level. Not only that, you're supposed to have either the top of all the frames at the same height or the bottom of the frames at the same height, right? Yes. Yes, I guess. I don't know. It's right. Not, that's, not... that's, that's true. Okay. Sounds right to me. Um, and, then, and then you're supposed to have some kind of uniformity of, of lines, right? Um, and then what else do I know? Speaking I... of painting, shout out to uh, D Helms, one of our followers who painted a fucking picture of us. I Did still, she? I have to bring it over and show you still. But okay. Yeah, so thanks for that. Oh, cool. Accepting. She sent artwork. you the artwork. Yeah, she mailed Didn't it. Didn't send us. it to me, huh? Well, I was. I was just. I was her point guy. Apparently. I see. I don't know. Regardless, it's of me and you, mm. uh, and it looks cool. So, Wish I Chris, had what do you got? Uh, the show is called <laughs> Dream Home Makeover. Dream right? Home Makeover. Yes. Yeah. And Dream to clarify, home. it's for us. It's not for me. Well, how are we supposed to share it? <laughs> we have to decide what we're gonna where we're gonna put it. Maybe so. we'll put it in here. Maybe we can put it in here. In the pods, dude. This in the stew. Uh, that's great. All right. So I have a question for you. Please. Let's shift. I, I, I do want to come back to that, but I have a really quick question for you. Sure. Um, is it ever okay to call bullshit on someone when they play the family emergency card? Oh, wow. Oh, dude. My uncle, like the family. The dude, not uncle. Direct family? Nope. They just say. I'm sorry I can't make it. I had a family emergency. And that's that is the word that they use. That's the term. I gotta be honest, man. If it's like your friend, I would expect them to go into a little more detail. That's exactly right. Because you're your friends. You know their family. Yes. So if you're like, oh, you know, my cousin John is fucking his nuts fell off or whatever. Like if whatever happened to him, like you know about John. You're like, oh my God, John, like mm -hmm. he's such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. So continue. <laughs> no, that, 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 that's exactly right. That, that, that a friend will provide more information. They won't say, I have a family emergency. Yeah, it's what you say to your boss. They'll say, that's right. Yeah. And you say it to your boss. Why? Because it's weird to let him know about your personal Because life? you're lying. <laughs> because you're lying. You're a maybe. Yeah. Now, I will hand up, admit, that in my life, younger years, I may have used a version of the family emergency card to get out of okay. a homework assignment or to get an extension on of a course. paper or to explain why innocent enough. I was too hungover to, to get to class or something like that. Um, 
that stopped in college because I started believing in karma. And I started thinking that if you play that card one day, you are basically, you know, asking God to give your family a real emergency. Right, right. Either that or you will have played it enough times that the next time you have a real family emergency, nobody will believe you because you were the boy who cried family emergency. Correct. You don't want to be that boy. So it's a bad boy. It's a bad boy. <laughs> that's a bad boy. It's a bad boy. It's, that's way worse than the boy who cried wolf. Bad boy. I mean, wolves. Yeah, dude. Fuck wolves. Come on. Anyway, the point <laughs> is. <laughs> bad boy. Family emergency. I've been getting a lot of people who are canceling plans with me lately. Because of family emergencies? And that's all they say. And they're not friends. They're loose acquaintances, people that were supposed to come over and help me fix something with the apartment or handymen, what, whatever it may be, right? Uh, it, and they always seem to say the family emergency thing when they need to get out of an obligation. Right. Nobody has ever cited a family emergency because they couldn't make it to my bachelor party in Vegas. <laughs> it's never a fun event that they're right, skipping right, out of. Right, 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 right. It's like, a, okay, dude, yeah, I call, I mean, you have to call bullshit. When you hear someone say, yo, I couldn't make it, I had a family emergency, do you immediately doubt the veracity of that? Yeah, of course. And I can't pinpoint when the last time that happened was. It certainly happened, but I absolutely wonder. And then I start being like, this is sort of uh, not productive to think about this, and I try to just let it go and move on. Earlier this year, you had a funeral. I did. And you told me that you had a funeral. Did I, did I specify? I think so. Okay. And that's what you do. You're honest. You say right. what really is going on. You, admittedly, even if you had told me you had a family emergency, I would have believed you. Because right. it's you and me. Mm -hmm. But i've also noticed that when when would you ever ask for clarification this is the thing dude dude i don't think i can make it i have a funeral you, then you say oh my god dude i'm so sorry who like we're friends right like i want I'm, I'm concerned about you i believe funeral of course but, i but i'm just but I'm talking saying the clarification comes from genuine concern and compassion yes, yes. It, therefore it opens a forum of clarification if you choose to give it and you're never going to be like Oh, I have a family emergency. I'm like, oh my God, is everything okay? And I say, yes, family emergency. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know but, I mean? but, the, but the reason that people use family emergency is to buy themselves time to come up with a, with a better lie. Right. To go break to, their fucking to, brother's leg. Yeah, to come up with something <laughs> that like, you know, is a suitable problem if they have to come up with it. And then something that inevitably, if you ask a follow-up, like, how did that turn out? They're like, fortunately, they pulled through. Or right. they say, you know, uh, it turned out to not be as bad as we had thought. Right, right. And that is how you know it's a lie, probably. Yeah. yeah. So vague. Because Favorable outcome. Exactly. Exactly. It goes away. Yeah. And the other part is that uh, the reason people say family emergency is because it's the it's the vague reason that does not invite a lot of follow-up questions. Because most right. people are too aware of the social contract of you don't pry, you don't yes. you know, you don't want to probe with about about something personal like that. The reason they're telling me just family emergency and leaving it that is because they don't want to talk about it further. Right. So most people say it as a way of knowing, I think if I just say this, I'm not going to get any follow-up questions. Right, 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 right. Dude, it's the ultimate, like, I don't want to do the thing that I've committed to, um, but I don't want to come up with a reason for why I don't want to do it. Right, right. Now, I'm sure that there are instances where somebody uses the family emergency card and they've actually got a family emergency. Of yeah. I mean, have you ever had someone say that to you? And then you asked, they missed your event or whatever. And then a couple of days later, you were like, hey, I hope everything's okay. You know, everything okay with your family emergency. And then they said, like, actually, what actually I thought was a family emergency turned out to be a family catastrophe. <laughs> never. And everybody I know and am related to is now gone. No, no, no never. Never, never. It never, it never gets worse. Dude, it's, Do you know what you, I'm saying? It's a classic way to, like, get out of a Tinder date. 
Sure. You know, like sure. last second. Hey, exactly. Like a it's a Tinder date. <laughs> Excuse. I had a family emergency. You can't, you can't check a Tinder can't. date on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Like then they have an excuse to never talk to you, which they're already trying to do. Bingo. <laughs> You're digging your own grave again. Dude, I've had, I've had, I, you know, back on the, in the dating days. Yes. Plenty of people canceled on me due to family emergencies. I don't know about plenty, but at least one. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, you just, what, first of all, what is a family emergency? Is it a, is a death a family emergency? It could also be like, you know, my mom got stuck at work and my little sister doesn't Needs have to be a pickup. Picked up from does, yeah, like some shit like that. That's fine. Yeah. That's not really a family emergency. You wouldn't it? say family emergency for that, yeah. would you? Yeah. You would say like, hey, Dude, I have sorry, to cover. I have to yeah, pick up my it's not a big deal. little sister. Yeah. But nobody's going to be mad at you for having You're to right. do that. You're right. Right? You're right. So, so what qualifies as a family emergency? Injury. Injuries. Un- unexpected injuries. Injuries are family emergencies. Um... Someone needs to go to the hospital, right? Or but, even like, you know, may, finding out Madoff lost your all your savings. Bingo. That financial fa- crimes. <laughs> That's a family emergency. Financial crimes. Sure. Financial crimes. I buy that. Injuries, financial that. crimes. Yeah. What else? Uh, that, S- disease, sickness. Like, you know, uh, uh, you it's know unfortunately, sickness. Yeah. Like the, like the quick, the quick kind of like escalation of COVID symptoms would certainly qualify in fine, this day and age. Fine. I buy, I buy all of that. Yeah, yeah. findings. It, it's, it's illness and disease, right? But, but here's the thing, right? Even death, even a death in the family, right? Let's say that, uh, let's say that it's an immediate family member. Right. That's it's not a, necessarily an emergency because they're already dead. No offense. And you might exactly a death in the family. You would say then you you might say we've had a death in the family. We've had a death in the family. And if you don't want to get personal, frankly, if there's a death in your immediate family. You might not even feel that you have to give an excuse, of course, because that's so tragic and dramatic Absolutely. that you can explain after the fact, and no one's going to hold you accountable. They're not going to be mad that you missed something, dude. It's the only time that it's okay not to respond to a text. Totally, is if somebody died, and totally. if they're like, "I'm so sorry for your loss," you you're not socially obligated to reply to that. You're off the hook immediately. Yes. Everyone forgives, of course, yeah. but think about this: outside the immediate family, let's say that a cousin or uh, an uncle passes away mm-hmm. right is that would you would you call family emergency on that it depends like i have uncles that i'm really close to and they, that would constitute a family emergency for me like i have uncles that if they call me they're like hey i'm having an emergency i would drop everything yeah but but again it depends what level because you know there's obviously uncles that i don't talk to as much where it would be less of a pressing thing or i'd expect other people to be available to deal with it before me mm-hmm. type of thing you know I think that that's totally fair, but I also think that, yes, I, uh, d- death is such a, tr- a tricky one because I don't think most people would say family emergency for death. You, yeah, you don't say emergency for death. But I'm telling you, family emergency is the ubiquitous term. It's the one that you hear all the yeah. time. Yeah. It's the blanket statement that gets everyone out of the obligation that they have. Another family emergency could be like, you know, if your brother is an addict and he stole all your mom's jewelry totally and you notice the jewelry's gone. Yeah. That's a family emergency. Totally fair. Um, I would almost put that under the sickness column though. Okay. Okay. Addiction, yeah. you know. Okay. Fair. Um, so we have three good umbrellas right now. Financial crimes. Yep. Injury and disease. Yes. Is there any more? If there's anything we're forgetting or anything anybody thinks they can add to this, please share with us. We'd be interested to hear yeah. what you got. I definitely, I also would love to know if anyone listening has ever found out that someone was lying about the family emergency That's and good. what they did to either call them on it or how you resolved that. So, dude, it's funny that we're talking about this because I was called out earlier this year and I thought, I thought it was really funny. And I still think it's really funny to this day. So, one of my buddies was getting married in November. Now, I definitely had a a, uh, a conflict mm. on that weekend. It was a wedding that I honestly wasn't sure if I was going to or not yet, but it was like Hillary's family. Like I was, I was sort of locked in for this weekend already. But my buddy sends out like save the dates, and I immediately text him, "Hey, I can't make it." And he calls me that night. He's like, "Oh, you can't make it, huh?" <laughs> He's like. You already know that like eight months from now, you got something going on, huh? He like fully called me on it and it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> like I was very impressed because like he, you know, 
it was definitely aggressive of me to do it that way, I guess. I yeah. learned my lesson. And like, you know, if he reschedules it, I plan to go if I'm still invited, which I may not be anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Deservedly. But uh, I thought that was funny. I think like there is room to like make that a funny situation mm-hmm. as opposed to just like ignoring and hating the person forever. It's funny. We've talked about weddings before. Uh, my friend Doug told me that he makes a point to go to as many weddings as he can. And he said that's because his parents told him once that they still to this day remember every single person that came to their wedding. Wow. That it meant something to them. That's interesting. And whereas I had always kind of subscribed to the the school of thought that wedding couples welcome people saying they can't make it. Because right off the bat, that's right. like five hundred dollars less that they have to spend, or right? However much, whatever the hell it yeah. is. Yeah, uh, weddings that. are so expensive. You want cancellations. So there, this is the thing. There comes a time, and for us, there's a few things at play here. First of all, you know, we're in an age range where there's a lot of weddings happening. Mm-hmm. So you know, you can only go to so many. Unfortunately, like you can maybe try to go to all of them. There's certainly going to be some overlap, or you're going to have to like pick and like this and that, whatever. But we also, dude, like. When times are normal, and like I for, I forget about this fact because it's now and it's the COVID era, but like before this, like the weekends we theoretically could be very busy, and mm-hmm. to like block off ten weekends a year could like really impact one's bottom line big time. And like it's unfortunate, but it's like just because our schedules are different, you know, like people hopefully should be able to understand, but they don't. No, people don't understand. Nobody takes our job seriously. Nobody takes our job seriously. Everyone thinks we are clowns. Yeah, it's true. Like, oh, man, no, nice comedy. What else do you do? Yes. What do you do on the side? And like- Yeah, exactly. And the reality is that uh, not only losing those weekends is expensive, but you, you go to a wedding, right? You're talking about multiple thousands of dollars of swing at yeah. that point. Because oh, if we were going to be making a 1000 or $2,000 for a weekend of, of, of comedy on the road... Instead of making that, you then also spend a couple thousand dollars to right. go to the wedding. There's a big swing. That's a that's a huge. It's a shitty swing. Shitty situation. But I'll say this, man. As I've gotten a little bit older, I've started to embrace the idea of how how fun a wedding weekend can be. It's just yeah. like a really well curated few nights with a bunch of cool people, usually like people that you know in theory, and it could be at somewhere beautiful, and you get to see different parts of the country, the world, even. So there's things about it that can be really sick, but at the same token, like there was definitely a time in my life where I just couldn't afford to go to all of them. Yeah. And I probably still can't as far as like you're saying, like opportunity cost of like having to miss things that I have booked out. You know what I mean? I got invited to a wedding in New York city in September. It's great. And I texted the groom and I said, thank you. (laughs) I love you. What a wonderfully selfless thing to do. <laughs> that you've done. What a wonderfully selfless thing. Dude, that's really cool. To Good plan your wedding. He goes, we just wanted it to be easy for people. Awesome. And I was like, you are the fucking man. That's awesome. We get to sleep at home the night of the wedding. Dude, it's amazing. It's amazing. What that, a, you know how happy I'm going to be for those people? Dude, it's that is the opposite of a black tie wedding in Paris. The person <laughs> yeah. with the black tie wedding in Paris needs to go fuck themselves. Dude, Paris, try some of some island. Yeah, seriously. You're talking at least two flights plus a boat. You know, I'm getting I'm getting I get destination weddings in in the Greek islands. Destination black tie, fuck you. Oh. That's that's really a tough pill to swallow. God. Literally, can you, I hope you provide my fucking tuxedo there for me. Yeah. I have to bring my tuxedo with me. Fuck you. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. That is correct. Complete bullshit. I will say that most people who had destination weddings have sort of brought them a little bit closer to home in the rescheduling of all the weddings I've seen. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast... I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. 
It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. So we got an email uh, and it was a story about somebody who like was wasted and like had sex in public. And like, apparently the bartender saw them come out of the bathroom when they were caught, whatever it was, nothing that crazy happened, but it made me think like, is there in your mind a sort of playbook to get away with fucking in public if you get caught? Okay. Well, hold now, on. no, no, now not necessarily caught in the act of penetration, caught coming out of wherever you are with another person when you shouldn't have both been in there. For example, being in a bathroom together, mm-hmm. if you're in the bathroom or of uh, the bathroom's a good example. If you're in a bathroom together in a stall with somebody else, whether it's a unisex bathroom or not, or if it's say it's not a unisex bathroom, say it's the women's bathroom or the men's bathroom, do you think there's a way to get out of that? I think that you get to a certain age where you just don't care. About getting caught? What are they going to do? What, what, what happens? Is, has, has the bartender ever taken the time to phone it in and get the police and hold the couple and then arrest them right, for hopefully not. public indecency or something. But say, say you're at like a restaurant and it's an afternoon or something. Say it's a place where it's a little I more. I haven't been that horny in <laughs> decades. A little more, a little, say it's a little more gauche. Like in a, in a situation where say it's a nice restaurant or say it's like Soho house. Okay. Or like, so, you know, a place that's like, whatever. Do you think there's a way to avoid embarrassment and shame? that you can think of and it granted i get your point maybe you just shouldn't give a fuck i think you kind of lean into it i i hate to i don't know if i have another answer it sounds like you do and i want to hear it but i my thought is if you if you have the gall to go have sex to like leave the group and then go into a stall where realistically there's only one position happening you know <laughs> yeah and the bend over yeah. hands against the tiles you're, you're pants are at your legs you can't spread your feet that wide to get a good base <laughs> you're probably not getting off unless it's been a long time i i, I don't know it, it, that in my mind you know you've basically said i'm an animal and <laughs> you come out of the the thing and you're like yeah i'm an animal what do you want me to say <laughs> there's no dignified way to excuse that behavior I mean, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. All right. So what's your thought? So, but for example, say you're at the, like, you're in the, it's a, a unisex bathroom, one person at a time, you're up there banging it out and you hear a knock on the door. You're obviously embarrassed to come out together in that situation. If you, oh. you can like come out and be like, you know, they're not going to think you're doing blow at 2 PM. Probably they think you're banging each other or who knows what they think. <laughs> but like, <laughs> this is what I think the move is. Okay. I think that what you do is you open the door as the guy in the situation and you peek your head out and you go, I'm sorry, she's not feeling that yeah, well. Perfect. Exactly. We'll be out in a sec. Just give us a sec. I'm really sorry. Yeah. And then close the door. Do and what then you, you do. stick a finger down her throat and she throws up, <laughs> makes her face red. Mascara runs. You complete the ruse. <laughs> Here, quick, throw up on cue. What? <laughs> we can't have them know we were having sex. Dude, I'll say this. I think I've mentioned this before, but it just stuck with me. This guy that I know and his girlfriend, and this guy's like not that cool of a guy. He took his girl, he went to the bathroom with his girlfriend at like an apartment party, like a shitty apartment. And he came out of the bathroom and he came over to me. He's like, dude, I just banged my girlfriend in the bathroom. And I was like, this guy's awesome, dude. (laughs) You didn't even know the guy? I I like sort of know him. I don't know him that well. Mm. And I was like, what a fucking, this guy's the man, dude. That concept (laughs) seems... A million years away to me <laughs> to be so overcome by your, you know, urges mm-hmm. that you, 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 you have to find, you can't even make it home. <laughs> Presumably you're not that far from home, wherever you sure. are, you're either not that far from home or the hotel you're staying in, right? Yeah. You're an Uber yeah, ride. Theoretically. And you can't even, it feels, that's a, it feels like a college move. Totally. But this or is what a high I school move. This is what I'll say to our listeners. Next time you want to spice it up a little bit, you're at some lunch with, you know, maybe with you or with your in-laws, you're at lunch or whoever you're with. Send your fucking girlfriend a text being like, I'm so horny for you right now. I want you. Yeah. And then she stares down at your pants and she sees your fucking 60% chub that she can mm. just barely see through the pants. Yeah, that's right. Take her in the bathroom, 
and fucking, you know, make a lady out of her. There you go. And I think it's a good way to spice up the fucking that, relationship. That is. That is. Um, it's fun. I don't know if I'll be able to do it. <laughs> How come? I, I mean- just don't know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> there's something about the bathroom at this point, but I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe okay. I'll give it a whirl. We'll see. Love it. Really good. That's a good that's a good segment you did there. <laughs> good thing to ponder. I hope yeah. you liked it, dude. Question for you. Talk to me. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, who are like my man crushes? Like who do I fucking just I'm like that guy's fucking awesome? Like mm. I want to be that guy for a little. Like, do you have an answer? Do you ever think about this? Is there a guy where you're like, that guy's fucking dope? Like I wish I was like him. Um and not even just yeah, like I don't know yeah 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 there yes uh well i will say there's no total package that's fair guy yeah. for yeah. me you have like a voltron situation yeah i would pick and choose yes. i would create an amalgamation them. character out of the different yeah. people yes. <laughs> there's your vocab word amalgamation there we go there we go uh yeah of <laughs> a, a, a various men and i would take different qualities from each one and I, I know that's a bit of a workaround but i don't think it is i don't think it is at all there are definitely people where like i, I think to myself boy i wish i had his cool or i wish i had that guy's style or i wish i had that guy's body or his height, or, you know, whatever it whatever. may be. Anybody stand out? You know, the first guy that comes to mind is our buddy Armand. <laughs> and I don't know if he's listening to this, but uh, Armand is our dear friend. Um, he was, if you're a fan of the show Summer House, uh, he was featured a little bit, I think, on season one or two. Uh, who, who's he dating somebody he dated hannah oh that's right he dated hannah burner and um Fucking in the show the so yeah this guy i mean he is one of my favorite people on earth and i corresponded with him frequently but i unfortunately we we just never seem to like we never, we never get together you know <laughs> we always talk about it and and, totally, and, totally. and then and so i wish he's someone i really wish that i spent more time with because i know that all it would take would be like two hangs and we would be in each other's weddings. <laughs> he would bump somebody for me. You know this what says, I mean? This could be a good New Year's resolution. Yeah. Spend more time with Armand. I really like him. That's I think cool. he's a really cool dude. Um, what about you? I mean, I was thinking, obviously, since I was thinking about this, I jotted down a little list. But dude, I'm like basic. Mine are like very obvious ones. Like you could probably guess them. Are they people in your life? Or are they no, are they like celebrities? Ce- oh, celebrities? Well, come on. I don't think that's really fair. Well, what do you mean? Why is it not fair? Because That's everybody wants, everybody would love to be, be the Rock, or everyone wants to hang out with the Rock. So, but or this is a good Matthew point. McConaughey. It was not about. Or, so, there's a difference. There's a difference between wanting to hang out with and like being a man crush, like a guy you like. Oh man, that guy's awesome. I want to be him. As opposed to like, oh, that guy's dope. I want to be friends with him. Now I feel ridiculous for giving a real person. <laughs> is so real it's so adjacent <laughs> the rock is never gonna hear this but also do this you you prove a point like to me the rock i have no interest in like yeah nor do i being the rock at the rock's cool obviously he's too much he's too much of a, of a of a of an industry himself yeah he's like a human pr stunt he's a human a like, human statement workers factory yeah he's you awesome people are employed on his behalf totally you know many people's jobs rely on him continuing to keep his shit together continuing to eat 20,000 calories a day. Dude, that's crazy. So that the Fast franchise can roll out another five movies. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. If he... Uh, yeah, anyway. His workout routine must be crazy. It's nuts. What are your... um? And also so likable. All it would take would be for him to wake up on the wrong side of bed one day, run into a fan with a camera, and be like, listen, man, I don't want to talk right now. And the guy's like, no, no, let me get a picture. And he's like, fuck off. And then all of a sudden... Over. It's over. It's over for The Rock. It's... It's he used to really, pitch a perfect game of crazy. being kind. It's crazy, man. Okay. That shit must get to you. It does, I would think. Okay, uh, my people, dude, mine are really obvious. If you want to take a, a guess, you, you feel free. You, okay, I'll give you a hold couple, on. So that this doesn't get mundane. Just, your your man crushes. My man crushes. Chris already has, has knows one well, of Well, one of the, I, ob- I would, my first guess would be like Leonardo DiCaprio. No, he, he didn't come to mind. He's, that is a good guess though. Okay. But, what about Thor? The guy who plays Thor? No. Well, I'm just naming really hot dudes. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. You're close, dude. Like, there's no Chris. What do you got? Federer. There's one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and for reasons like 
longevity and also like the idea of peaking later in life. Like Federer is much hotter than he was when he was like 20. Yes. He's gotten hot. By the way, can I pause you for one second? Please. So I was hanging out with uh, Andrew Schultz and uh, Shane Gillis, our buddies who have done the podcast Mm -hmm. on Saturday. And like late Saturday night, I ran over to Andrew's um, podcast studio to watch a little bit of the McGregor fight. And then I came right back. Awesome. And they, the moment I walked in the door, Andrew and Shane pulled me aside and they sat me down and they said, listen, we've discovered something about you. (laughs) And I said, what's up? Oh my God. Jesus. They pulled up old photos of me. They pulled up my (laughs) gocrimson.com athlete profile. Wow. Like you holding the stick? No, we're like in a coat and tie. And then it's your stats and your bio. And the picture is not particularly flattering. But part of the reason for that is that up until I was about 25 years old, I abided by the belief that women would be more attracted to me if they thought I didn't care about my personal appearance. Interesting. And that, because that part of that was where I came from. Uh, my yes, high school, yes, yes, yes. Re- the girls the rewarded, they rewarded the guys who didn't care. The hacky sack guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The burnouts. The burnout stoners guy. who didn't give a fuck. Right. And not the clean cut sort of you had to pretend you were failing math to get laid yeah <laughs> yeah the guys who wore pajamas to school dude this one guy was like number four in the class and he was also still really cool and he like got called out for it like, called you out loser for you're number four you you like you're number four in the class yeah but the, the people who the, the reality is the people who called that guy out are now not doing well likely you know what i mean but the point is that uh those two guys shane and they 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 accuse me of dyeing my hair. <laughs> Dude, that sucks. Like you go to hang out and immediately you're just getting called out it was, for shit. It was hilarious. That is funny though. It was hilar- hilarious and I can take it from those two guys because they're both better comedians than I am. <laughs> so it's fine, you know? But um they uh they they were very convinced that there's no way that like they thought I'd had work done and all this. I mean they were fucking with me. But the point is they were like, You've had a huge glow up. That's what they said to oh, me. That's a nice. huge glow up. Well, it's weird too because I didn't realize how ugly I used to be. Dude, I don't think you used to be ugly. I whatever. I I didn't that's figure funny, out okay. how to wear my hair. I didn't I didn't wear the right clothes. I didn't care, right? Okay. Um or maybe I cared but I just cared about the wrong thing. You just couldn't execute. Yeah. You've learned how to execute. But you when you're younger, you know, earlier pictures of your life like your skin's not great, you know, whatever may be happening, who knows. Mm-hmm. Um but all of this is to say that uh, you mentioned Roger Federer mm-hmm. having a glow up. And yes. it's like, well, he, you know, do we think that has 40, has the dignified 40-year-old man become the model of attractiveness? I don't know. I mean, More I, than the boyish boy band, 18, right. 20-year-old guy of yesteryear. So I think there's always been a place for that guy. That guy has always had a place. You know, the James Bond situation. Yeah. You know, there's a place for that guy. Also, I mean, Federer, he also, let's not forget, there's other things about him that make him the man. I mean, how graceful his fucking tennis game is. Yeah, he's worth a billion plus dollars. He's worth a billion plus dollars. And bro, he put two sets of fucking twins in his wife. And this is (laughs) organically, bro. It wasn't even like in vitro or whatever it's called. Yeah. That he put two pairs of twins in her. Is that a big deal? Yes. That's crazy, dude. The guy has the fucking demon semen. Yeah, but once you're... <laughs> He's a fucking that. legend. Once you're... Um, once you have one... Are, are they say that once you have one set of twins, you're more likely to have twins. People really? who have twins are more likely to have But they're twins. both identical. So like that means that there was like no foul play, apparently. If you just have two ident- sets of identical twins, it's like a more impressive feat, apparently. Really? You might have heard. I don't know. But dude, what would be foul play with twins? Like if you're doing some kind of like artificial insemination situation. Yeah, but I, we, I, I think we got to be careful because you know, I would say that's hardly foul play. Not no. foul play, but quote unquote foul play in the sense that like you're just not doing it natural. Okay. You're trying to, you know, you're having trouble and you need to kind of put the odds in your favor. Which I see what you, you mean. should be doing. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. You know, a lot of families I think that have. When you hear about families that have ten to twelve children, something yeah. crazy like that. I know what family. Who has there are mo- usually like at least one, if not two, sets of twins in those. Oh, families. that's interesting. Yeah, that's true. In the case of the people mm. that I know too. Cool. 
Okay, so quickly, I'm going to run down my list of man crushes. Yeah, please. Um, Tom Brady. It's an obvious one. Yeah. He's the fucking man. Excited to watch. You know, he's got me interested in football again. I need to pause you on Tom Brady because I have a thought about this. Please. So did you see the clip after they won the game against the Packers where he went over to the sideline and said hello to his son? I didn't. I didn't catch that part. He had to tell the security guard, do you mind if I say hi to my son? Because the security guard was holding his son back from running down to see him. Oh. And here's the thing. Tom Brady is so old that his kid, not all of them, but his oldest son is like a young man now. That's hilarious. It's like LeBron. He's a teenager. I don't, it's weird because I don't even <laughs> qualify LeBron, like Bronny James. And part of that is that I only ever see Bronny James in basketball highlights himself. Oh, interesting, interesting. But to see Tom Brady's son, son be now, I am I relate more to his 13 year old son than I do to Tom Brady. Oh, that's crazy. Which then makes me feel that I don't know how I ever admired my own father. Because by comparison, imagine that you were a 13. 15 17 year old boy and your dad was still playing in the super bowl it's crazy it's unprecedented and i'm joking when i say that about my dad i totally admire my dad i love my dad but i i felt for a minute like oh my god you know this kid's gonna do his he had to do his geometry homework early today so that he could go to the whatever the nfc championship game or maybe it's the afc championship yeah to watch his dad play, and then now he's going to compete for his 10th Super Bowl. Crazy, dude. This is not a normal family. Crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. All right. Oh, it's going to be great. More man crushes. Quickly, quickly go through the last three. Travis Scott, Bad Bunny, Future. Good God. Those are left turns <laughs> from dude, Tom Brady This is a well-rounded Roger group. Roger Federer. There's like longevity, grace, class. That's like the thing that that turns me on about those guys. Whereas the thing that turns me on about like a Travis Scott, I think he has great style. I love the way he like just carries himself, dude. I think the guy's like he's the fucking man. I'm like, oh god, he's become a bit of an icon. He's fucking hot, dude. I'm literally wearing a Travis Scott shirt right now. Interesting. Which you know, also on brand for me. I don't understand the appeal of Travis Scott. I don't know it. Yeah. I don't know enough of his music. I've tried. I've tried it, and it's fine. Yeah, it's. I mean, listen, dude. You know, is it the music or is it wrong. everything else? It's the whole. It's the whole package. The music's also great, but he's just the fucking man, dude. You're like, he's always like looking down in pictures. Like, how do you think of that? What do you mean? How the fuck? Does, how do you think of that? What do you mean? Why do you? What do you mean looking down? Is he it, doesn't look at the camera, bro. He looks down in almost every picture. Like you'll catch a picture of him not looking down sometimes, but when he poses, he looks down. Chris, it's true, right? It's sick. That's just sick to me. Hmm. Well, because a lot of girls in pictures will often look not at the camera either. They have their angle, but his, this shit's different, bro. He straight up just looks at the floor and like you can't even see his face. It's almost like he's like, nah. Well, that like, sounds like somebody on the spectrum. No, dude. It's not like <laughs> it's not like he's like, no camera. Look like, up here, Travis. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. Where? No, it's not because of that. It's not. Oh my god! Am like, I not supposed to say that? No, I don't know. No, no. Just... He doesn't understand how to have photos taken of. Yeah, I, it seems like a deliberate choice, but that's you're making a funny point. Maybe it's just a coincidence. What do you think he's afraid of in the camera? I think he just Does he thought... not want the flash to sear his eyeballs. I think it's just his way of like standing out. Maybe. You got to breeze through some of his photos. Stupid. And you'll that's stupid. That's I don't like it. So we don't need to harp on this for too long. We're talking too much <laughs> about man crushes. Starting to get weird. Bad Bunny is really, I like the whole way he does the Andro thing. And I also respect a guy who's so good at making music that he's so undeniable that he can literally dress up fully in drag, especially when you come from like Latin society that's known for being like patriarchal and like homophobic and like still everybody's banging, bumping your music. Huh? That's sick to me. I'm like, that's the guy's the man. I think once you, once you've achieved a level of success, you're given much more runway to experiment with fashion choices or whatever it may be androgyny yeah exactly you look at harry styles dennis rodman totally you know david bowie david bowie all these people it's like well they're they've established themselves as such 
you know, men that are sought after and all this and men want to be them that now they're like, they push the boundaries, whatever. Yeah. You love it. You just gotta yeah. love it, dude. Awesome. Who was the last guy? Bad Bunny and then who? Future. Yeah. Future's cool. He's just cool and hot. dude. I like future. Well, I think his music's really good. He's so solid. dude. It's so funny. I'll be sitting telling my girlfriend shit about hip hop. I'm like, yo, this guy drops an album. It's automatically fire. You have no idea. It's like so sick. And she's just kind of like, cool yeah yeah dude yeah the, the first time we ever heard um the, the the huge hit that he's had this year the biggest song of the year life is good that one Ooh, I, da, 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 da. oh that's the weekend oh fuck i get future in the weekend mixed up <laughs> that's a good song though i can't sleep until you know why i, I get them mixed up touch. you know why i get those two mixed up because they're always things that I am looking forward to. The future is in the future. <laughs> and the weekend, it's like, here we're almost at the weekend. You don't refer to the like, past weekends. You're like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend. <laughs> they're both guys with names of things you're looking forward to. That's what it is. That is really fucking funny. That's dude. always, that's why. That is really I, I almost think they're synonyms. It's the, the future and the weekend. The future and the weekend. The, the weekend's always in the future. Can't wait for the weekend. You know? Dude, that is really great. I, I encourage anybody out there who's familiar with some of Future's bigger songs to go back and listen to his like ballad songs. They're so hard. It's like crazy how oh. hard they are. Check out the song Hardly. Check out the song 56 Nights. Uh Codeine Crazy is a fucking classic. Uh, check some of these songs out there. They go really hard. It's also amazing to me, by the way, that the two of you are so in sync on on these this stuff. And I don't know that our audience, I wonder what percentage of our audience is like, yeah, I'm going to go listen to this hard music. Dude, so I honestly think, I think that there's, there are, you'd be surprised. Like I do get messages about that kind of stuff. Well, for sure. And yeah. And the same way that I bet, you know, it's nice that like we can offer different things. Like people are always like, ask francis to tell us more book recommendations sure they're never like what are your book recommendations mm. they know that <laughs> they know that i don't have any and i'm not embarrassed about that like it's not like i don't read i just like don't have book recommendations you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean i'm not like reading as much as francis does so yeah. you know whatever do you have any by the um, way um well i'm as reading like i'm reading thought. obama's memoir right now um a promised land i i i don't know that i would recommend it mm. this is the first time that i've i've said that and I was telling you this before the, the episode started. It's first of all, it's seven hundred pages. That shouldn't deter people. Harry Potter books were longer than that, and whatever. But it's um, it, there are so many pieces of it that I find very interesting. That I um, but the, but then a lot that I don't. So like certain issues that he had to deal with, like the run up to being elected. That's amazing. How he balanced his family life. What it was like when the kids moved into the White House. Uh, stuff like that is really cool. Yeah. You know, experiencing an American family like moving into the White House from a small apartment in chi Chicago. Like, that's awesome. That's what happened? It's That's what happened. It was a small apartment in Chicago. Well, it was like a, a, like a, a normal a, a, apartment. A decent, you know, like a, a two, three bedroom, whatever, right, in Chicago. Right, 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 right. In a house, like a whatever, little apartment. Um, and then all of a sudden to be living in the fucking White House. That's wild. To be, to be going from, you know, commercial air travel, coach. Wild to air force one wow to you know have all your meals your whole day he couldn't enter a building uh through the main entrance all of a sudden you're going through like you know service entrances right. and back corridors and everything you do has to be accounted for you're like, just trying to fool people all day long yeah <laughs> you're trying to go at the unexpected entrance that, that has to be beat. yeah exactly that's and, cool though and um you know i think that hearing that and he also said that like the president has to, all your grocery bills you pay for yourself, which I don't understand how that's fresh true. direct to the White House. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, this isn't included. I only make one hundred seventy-five k a year, or whatever. Well, that's it. You know, I think they make four hundred. I think. Oh, okay. I think they. The. I think the salary up. went up a lot, and I think Clinton actually advocated for that. But seems fair. It does. It does. Our president <laughs> should be paid hundred multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's fair. No not but whatever. People say it's like you know it's public service and 
the the reality is any president after their presidency is going to make millions of dollars right, on book, book deals, deals and, and speaking arrangements and all that. Can you imagine that? You're like, uh, uh, Joe, can I borrow $20? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the president doesn't but, have money. Exactly. But it was crazy to me. It was like, really? They really have to pay for their own fucking groceries? Like, what does that even mean? Because I know they have chefs. Right. So they're buying the ingredients that the chefs are using. I didn't understand that. Maybe, maybe whatever. Dude, can you imagine that? You're like asking Michelle what this charge is on the credit card. <laughs> Did you spend two hundred dollars at Sephora? I don't know. So there's there's a lot of really cool stuff, but then there's a lot of like haggling with Congress over getting bills passed, and right. and it, especially if it's you know legislation that I wasn't that excited about or didn't really care about, you know, certain tax laws, whatever it is. I, I don't really care. And that go that can go on for tens of pages. So right, right. you slog a little bit. Um, but I'm almost done with it now. But I, I don't know unless unless you are a like a, a you you obsess over Obama. You you yeah you really An idolize him. That's funny. Then um, I I don't know that I would recommend it to be honest with you. Cool. Um, so that's that's the one. But I'll next next book I have uh, I'll let people know too. Dude, awesome. One fact for us before we uh, take it out here. I, I don't know if you knew this. You might know this, um, but I learned this for the first time and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Apparently Trump was the first president not to have a dog in the White House. That's Ever? I think ever. I, maybe, interesting. Maybe, maybe that's like uh, based on maybe since yeah. they've been recording it or something, but isn't that interesting? That is interesting. And another interesting fact, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because we need to talk about animals on every episode. <laughs> Somebody messaged us that do you we know, talk about animals. Do you know who time. gave uh, Obama Bo, their Portuguese water dog? Can I try to guess? You probably won't be able to. It's not that obvious. Fucking Rahm Emanuel? I don't That's know. That's not a bad guess. Who? Uh, Ted Kennedy, actually. Oh, wow. You know gift. what? That makes sense. And they must have been tight because Ted Kennedy was supposed to give the commencement speech at my dad's school mm. and he got sick with his like brain situation yeah. sadly and obama filled in for him no way yeah that's interesting they were very good friends in the senate so that makes sense. they were very good friends in the senate and of course a, a, a big reason that uh, obama was so passionate about uh health was because that was ted kennedy's his, lifelong his uh, mission was to to find better health care for america so anyway very interesting that's uh and now and now biden is bringing two german shepherds into um love the it. white house so the, there'll be dogs there again that's oops the podcast you guys thank you so much for joining us uh send us any of the thoughts or responses that we asked about to oops the podcast gmail.com please please subscribe to our youtube channel please follow our instagram uh he is not julio with a j on instagram check out uh pack lightly Pack light coming Pack soon. Light. We'll I'll get you a, an exact date on that soon. Yep. Uh, but it's gonna happen soon, so I'm excited. And uh, that's the whole story. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks for joining us.